Oh, what's up, you fucks? I hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, if you're in Canada, a great long weekend and happy family day. Uh, it's Monday, and we out here. Elizabeth came down all weekend. We went out for food today, watched the Man United match. We went out last night. We went out Saturday. We chilled yesterday. We chilled Saturday as well. Um, so, you know, I had a good weekend. Um, a couple of interesting topics got brought up this weekend with Mario and Elizabeth and others. Um... One that was about ass-eating, which I'll not be talking about on this podcast today. The other one was about, um, not what gives me credentials to talk about mental health, but besides, like, the addiction and shit, is there any other things that might have impacted my mental health and where I'm at today? And to be really honest, yes, there is. And I'm not going to go too, too in-depth because that would take me several hours. But there's another numerous factors that have contributed to how I function on a daily basis, and I'm very well aware of it. And I'm going to explain one of the things today, and uh, we'll go from there. So for today, we're going to start with my like youngest memory that I can think of that might have impacted my mental that not might have did impact my mental health and how I see the world today. And that is, I was. Born to a white family with a black dad, and I was an accident. The condom ripped, and uh, I'm not saying anything bad about it. My mom loves me. I'm not saying that like I w- I just wasn't planned. Um, but the thing was, is my dad was never around. He would come in and out of my life. He would be here for a couple of months consistently. Um, be here to pick me up on time for his weekends with me, and then he just disappear off the face of the planet. And before he'd disappear, he would not, he would just not show up for the last time we're supposed to hang out. So a little five-year-old all excited to see his dad and then his dad just not show up with no warning, not telling anyone. Yeah, that's going to fuck you up. Um, don't get me wrong, I love my dad. We have a great relationship now. I talk to him probably as much as I talk to my mom. So what he did, I understand now. It just impacted me in the way I look at the world differently because of how... Growing up, you look up to that person, and you want uh, you want to be with them as much as you can, and you want to learn from them. Um, like the video, the I had my stepdad to teach me how to shave, how to bike, all that shit. But I still sometimes wished my biological father was there for that. Um, but how do I know it fucked me up? Well, there's numerous things. I'll just give a couple of quick hitters here because I don't want to get too in-depth or too off track. So I always need validation. Um, If I do anything, I'm looking for validation. Not actively looking, but I always want to please everyone. Um, And it's brought to my attention because um, I noticed that I don't like making people upset. The reason I don't like making people upset is because I want them to validate me as a person and see me as someone who will be there for them and not abandon me. Abandon is the key word. It's about my my issue isn't validation. My issue is abandonment. Um, and basically that stems from my dad not being present. And due to him not being present, I look at relationships almost like a Jenga puzzle, a Jenga tower, or um, a puzzle piece, and that validation 
um, reinforces the tower, reinforces the puzzle, and doesn't make it weak or the foundation of it weak and allow it to crumble and lose that relationship you have. My mindset used to be that if I did something wrong one time, that person would leave me, I'd never see them again, and that it's very difficult to like me, basically because my train of thought was if my dad doesn't even love me enough to see me, why the fuck would other people love me? Um, and that stems to everything, relationships, my relationship with my family, relationship with my friends. Um, I try to be the person they want me to be because I don't want them to leave me. Even though now I've realized that if they want to leave me, that's up to them. It's their fucking loss. But before I realized, before I used to think that if I didn't do everything they asked, they'd leave me and that'd make it worse. Another thing is trust. Um, I don't trust people easily and I'm very quick to cut you off. Um, my dad reinforced the issue of me not taking everything at face value. He broke a lot of promises. He wasn't present a lot again. And basically, because of that, it's hard for me to trust people right out of the box because I'm assuming they have a different plan, they're doing it for a different reason, or they're going to bail or let me down. So I always, my trust goes into myself and knowing what I can do. Um, it's fucked up my relationships, it's fucked up my friendships. I am getting better with it. I actually have a girlfriend, as you guys have seen. But it's still difficult sometimes because you never truly... I never truly know if that person is telling the truth, even though I know I should think that. Um, I know it doesn't really make sense, it's hard to explain. But it's very hard for me to be like, yeah, 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 I'll see you, meet you there when realistically I don't know. And the other one that I want to discuss today is it really goes into my anxiety about abandonment and the trust thing. Um, anyone that knows me knows I have to make lists. I reinforce plans. I talk to people 10 times before I see them just to make sure they're showing up. Um, if I don't do that, I'm not disorganized. I have a panic attack. I have an anxiety attack. And then I end up not going out anyways. So for me, I have to plan everything out. And I have to ensure they're going to be there. And if they bail once, you will not see me again. Because I went out of my way, wasted my time trying to see you, and you didn't have the fucking courtesy to uh, change the plans or compromise and make amendments. Uh, so basically, between that, my addiction, and the way I was raised, and the environment, have led me to the person I am today. Today I am miles and eons ahead of where I used to be, and that's why I'm able to talk about it. But you guys always gotta remember that mental health isn't a quick 100 meter race. It's an adventure. You'll never be 95%. But what you have to be is in a place of mind that you can function regularly within your daily life and your mental health will not impact that to you not being able to actually do the things you want to do. Mental health is serious. Um, it's very difficult to understand and grasp. But once you realize that nobody's perfect and everyone's dealing with shit, your life will be way better. And once you come to terms with the fact that other people are dealing with it, you'll be able to work through your own issues. And once you realize you have issues is when you're able to deal with those issues. So that's my little rant for today. Uh, Mental Health Monday, a quick little eight-minute podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying this shit because I enjoy getting this shit off my chest. Uh, watch the vlog on Thursday. There'll be another podcast Thursday. 
Remember to follow us on Instagram at Cotterselli and Twitter at Cotterselli. And if you have any questions or want to talk to someone about mental health, feel free to reach out to me. Um, my biggest thing, again, is I don't give a fuck if you judge me if you don't like these podcasts. If I impact one person, that's all I want to do. I don't give a fuck about having a booming podcast. I don't give a fuck about having a bunch of followers and listeners. I just truly want people to be happy. I want people to realize that mental health isn't a stigma. Mental health is something everyone deals with. It's the fucking chemicals in your brain that impact how you will function. Um, You could also do it yourself, but even then, there's something else going on. Uh, So again, I just want people to know there's an outlet for them. I want people to know that they're not going through this alone. And that Connor and Sully is with you. So guys, thank you for listening and nigga out.